Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today, we are talking Hulu's newest original series, The Bear. I'm Ravi, as always, joined by... Maddie Matheson! No. I mean, I wish, but actually... <laughs> Arjuna. And... Krishna. And Baby Yoda. And Baby Yoda. Wait, what? We are Was It Good! Hi, no kids! <laughs> <laughs> No? We don't brand ourselves anymore? (laughs) Was it good? Let's dive into it. Juna brought up Maddie Madison for some reason. Why did you bring up Maddie Madison? And for people that don't know who he is. So Maddie Madison is a pretty famous YouTuber. uh, Food personality. He does a lot of food stuff on YouTube. Definitely encourage you. Can I correct you real quick? He was a famous chef first before being a famous YouTuber. Not in my world, right? So you you asked me to explain this? I'm going to explain it. My way. Yeah, but shouldn't we Maddie correct? Madison is the most famous <laughs> individual on the planet. If you do not know who this man is, you are living under a rock. He is the star of Bear. Nope. Featuring some other people. Oh, my God. No, but yeah, he's a famous chef who uh, does a lot of YouTube stuff. He's done a lot of TV before. I think he did some stuff for Vice. Yes, he did a bunch of their various cooking yeah. shows and uh, shorts and you, mostly YouTube-based yeah. type series. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian chef, uh, and he is. Uh, we are talking about the bear today. Uh, Hulu effects on Hulu's newest show, and uh, he's actually featured quite prominently in the show. And he's also a producer on the show, I believe. Uh, and we uh, collectively, I believe, Ravi was the first one to discover him uh, on YouTube. But we uh, are big fans of his content, and uh, it was very exciting to see him in the bear. In fact, that's was ninety percent of the hook for me. Maddie Madison, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, th- don't get me wrong. It's a great show. Very uh, good show. really loved a lot Very of everything about it, but Maddie Matheson was, was the hook. Would you like to know how I discovered the show? By Maddie Matheson? Yes. On one of his various appearances <laughs> on YouTube, he had mentioned, you know, I'm cooking something similar to what you'll see on The Bear. Like, you know, very easy cross-promotion. Sure. And I was like, wait, what is he talking about? And then sure enough... Pull up Hulu, and, and Maddie Madison is in one of the, the previous Actually, I'm, trailers. I'm curious for everybody here. When you first heard The Bear, what did you think it was about? I, I thought it was a reality show. I thought it was more of a like thriller, drama type thing where The Bear was some kind of supernatural elements. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I it thought. It kind of was. It kind of was. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you, uh, you guys definitely, or Ravi definitely prefaced it with a cooking drama so uh, you know that's kind of what i was expecting so you thought like hell's kitchen but scripted <laughs> yes Arjuna, I, I hate to break this to you but hell's kitchen is scripted are you saying gordon ramsay isn't just off the cuff like that no god no he's a very nice man he's most <laughs> off if you want to see his most authentic stuff check his tiktok out oh no that seems doesn't pretty have, real doesn't he have like a whole section on social media where he makes fun of like YouTube chefs, yes, uh, and like the food yep. that they cook. Yep, he calls yeah. them donkeys, uh, <laughs> muppets, uh, idiot he said, sandwiches. He says that's disgusting. Why would you ever do that? My I favorite mean, that is his. That's my, his shtick. My right? favorite People Gordon Ramsay quote of all time is: "He ate something. At a, I think this was um, Kitchen Nightmares, and he's like, he, he ate something. He's like, my grand could do better than that, and he's like, and she's dead." No, by far the worst. That one, that one was pretty bad. This, the by far the worst slash best is um, I forget which Fox Gordon Ramsay cooking show, 
And one so of the contestants many. is uh, disabled. She's blind. And oh, no. she's cooking. And, you know, I would say, like, from in society, we, we you know, when you, you see somebody with a disability or whatever, especially on television, yeah. it's usually done, um, um, I, I don't want to say tastefully, but it's done in such a way where you typically would, especially in a contest, you would see, you know, like a blind person and you would think that something positive was going to be said right sure and the music and the cutting and what he starts off with you know it's very much that you're like oh like she did a really good thing like it's gonna be great and he flips it he's like this is disgusting and then goes on to semi-insult gideon's kitchen so it's pretty bad yeah (laughs) Yeah. But but she ended up winning that season just you know did she really i mean yeah I, I this is this isn't um wait is this real this isn't Hell's yeah. Kitchen it's the other one where he has the two Ma- other chef I forget what it's called oh yeah uh, Master Chef it's not Master I think Chef it's master- that's Master Chef it is, I think it is Master I Chef. thought Master Chef was the one on Bravo that's Top it? Chef see yeah Master yeah. Ma- Top Ma- she she won that season that's amazing I remember because it's it's the only season of Master Chef I've ever won and it was high drama like the the blind lady winning yeah. Woo. That's, I mean, awesome. That's great. That's great. But Guys, I want to do a soft pitch here because we mentioned Top Chef. Sure. Uh, they're doing Top Chef Season 20 next year. My God. And it's in London, and it's their all-stars. But it's not just the all-stars from the American version. It's the all-stars from all of the international uh, Top Chef okay. versions. So I think we should uh, I think we should do daily pods. On the Real show. quick, when you said I have a pitch, I thought you were going to say the three of us should enter – <laughs> I was confused because we've not won a top chef. <laughs> so I was like, how are we getting in? No, we should review And also, it we can't. None of us are that good at cooking. So. We are from planet Mars. We were the top chef <laughs> winners. We, <thought. laughs> we are Martians. Uh, so real we quick, are. So, yeah, yeah. So ahead. real quick, I was just in Vegas, mm-hmm. and I was at Caesar's Palace, and they have a, like a little a shop, right? And they, you know, all these shops have. I went to get like water. All these shops have shops, and wow. they have all the they have all these souvenirs and stuff. And right. Caesars is right across from Ramsey's Vegas Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. Yeah, so they actually had the jackets, like the blue and the red jackets in there. Ooh, How much do you guys ooh, think ooh, they went for? Two hundred three hundred three hundred. It was it was, was one eighty five. That's not bad. I'd pay that. It was not great quality. I mean, oh. <laughs> I'd still pay for it. I'm stupid. <laughs> Could you imagine like the Mando figure in here with a chef jacket on? If it cool. was if it was twenty dollars, that's that would I would have gotten it for you. Yeah, but it was it was a little. Yeah. You know, speaking yeah, of the, I don't know. We're not talking the bear. We're just wherever here. But uh, another side note here. Uh, you know, there's also Master Chief from Halo. Yeah. There's a cosplayer <laughs> that goes to like all the SoCal conventions. With a uh, Master, Master Chief helmet yeah. and then a chef's jacket, Master Chef. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, That's great. The Bear. Speaking of cooking. Yeah, The Bear. A show where a brother inherits his, uh, unfortunately, d- uh, deceased older brother's restaurant. He, the younger brother, is a renowned, worldwide, renowned chef, you know, trained in some of the best places under Joel, um, what's his face? <laughs> Joel McHale. Joel McHale calling him a Muppet because, you know, the chef industry or the, the, the restaurant industry, from what I've gathered from television, is it's just a bunch of people screaming at each other. Does Joel McHale just do cameos now? Is that like his career? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. It's tough. He does have a series, I thought, coming out. Talk Soup? <laughs> Maybe? I, I'm not sure. Well, um, he was the Talk Soup guy. Yeah, he was yeah. the Talk Soup guy for a very long time. And then he did a spinoff thing on Netflix. I think um, it was called Community. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, <laughs> that little tiny thing that was produced by Yahoo. Remember first season, season six. Um, but very interesting show. How would you guys kind of 
sum up the show in a one in one word. What's your one word impression of the show, Krista? Chaotic. Uh, that, I mean, so the show, as you said, is about cooking. Uh, most of it takes place in the kitchen, and the kitchen is a very chaotic place. And I thought the show did a fantastic job of capturing um, that emotion, that feeling. Everything from the camera work to the acting to the plots. Uh, they took the chaos of the kitchen and then they made a whole show about it. And uh, they, did, they did well. So I think easy, easy one-word impression is chaotic. Why do you have to steal things from me? Wow, 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 wow. You, well, you, you, your mistake was you had me go first, so I took the, the natural. Well, you weren't paying attention, so I was impression. trying to be like a teacher. You know those those jerk teachers <laughs> that pick on you when you don't want to pay attention? So just teachers. Yeah, teachers. Oh, just man. teachers do that. <laughs> jerks. Because teachers trying are to educate jerks. me. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of <laughs> friends who are teachers. Yeah, and they're jerks trying to educate <laughs> and make the world a better place. How dare they? Some of them. Most of them. <laughs> oh, wait. Our producer's brother's a teacher, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoops. Is he, is he making the world a better place? He's making a place. My a world, world a better place. Aw, that's sweet. That's really yeah, sweet. Yeah, I hope you're listening, Samuel. Uh, who's filling out the outline? I don't see it. Or Chris's uh, one word. I already forgot what it was. Chaotic. There we go. Uh, Arjuna, what's your one word impression? Mine's going to be hungry. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because the show. Right. With its food made me hungry. <laughs> but the show with its cinematography, with its character development, right. with its plot uh-huh. also made me hungry for more. What is I happening? wanted more and more and I'm more because <laughs> I am the bear. Sleep deprived Arjuna is guys, I'm the greatest podcast. Chaotic. It is, it, it is chaotic, <laughs> yes. It is chaotic. It's a full, it's a full circle right no, here. but but yeah. I mean the show is obviously like very beautifully shot and they've really nailed Go, go back to your other version. I like the your working food out. part of it. <laughs> yeah, and I did legitimately when they would show like the prep of just you know like even the simple things of like cutting the onions. You know, you're like that's so beautiful, and like I'm hungry. <laughs> did you pause it, it to see how to cut onions? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I did rewind it a couple times and just like I just was like, how do I? You know, make why do you think Arjuna's fingers or tips are missing? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he, uh, he tried cutting some onions. <laughs> tears coming down my eyes. But uh, you know why? That yeah. it, it's interesting, like, both of you have mentioned, like, the cinematography and then our journey you know, with being hungry and everything. Yeah. You know, there is a real term called food food porn, right? Where, you know, it's very beautiful, glory shots, high contrast, good lighting, great shadows. The Dexter intro. Yeah, the Dexter intro is a really good example Ma- of, like, uh, food Ma- porn. McDonald's commercials. McDonald's commercials. You know, those <laughs> never really make me hungry. They just make me feel sick. You're lying. Ronald McDonald is scared. <laughs> you know that. You know it's beautiful work of art, those commercials. <laughs> so they work on one person. Krisha, I don't I don't pay for cable. And, you know, in terms of like a, point. a consistent live streaming thing like YouTube, I watch a lot of YouTube. But, you know, I pay for the YouTube remover of ads. Primarily Smart. so you do? I don't have to like see the But you, you pay ads. for no ads on it's YouTube. on our was it good YouTube page that yeah, one that F has no F ads. F I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I, you know I did know that, but I always forget to switch to it. Well, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> also, don't don't because the algorithm is set up beautifully where I only get the content I want to see. So All right, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm nobody gonna else uses. I'm it. gonna start doing Ocarina of Time it. speed runs. No God, no. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Fine, I'm oh, gonna man. I'm gonna look at weird things like paint drying. Fine. I'm going to listen to 
Adele. Adele. Over I'd be fine. Over. I'd be fine with Adele. What's the top paint drying YouTube channel right now? Um, I'm sure it's probably just like top. Is it just like bear paint? Dry. Bear paint. Like it's 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 was it good? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Damn, that's, that's depressing. I, I couldn't help that's it. That's depressing. Cell phone. Um, the other thing that's funny too, though, is like you, you know you had said said um, you know hungry right. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I thought was really good with the show is. Um, after a couple of episodes, if Lauren and I were cooking, we would just make fun of, well, not make fun of, but we'd be like, chef, you know, because in the show, <laughs> the main head chef says that, you know, you refer to everybody in the kitchen as chef, chef as a sign of respect. So Lauren and I would be running around be like, chef, yes, chef. Carmi. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. It's funny. It, re- it, remind, it remind me of Coach Carter, where Samuel Jackson's character as, as the head coach. So for me, my one word impression for the bear is going to be... Cinema. Mm. Now we're gonna have wow. some awkward dead air. No, the reason I picked cinema, or I guess more like cinematography, actually, just yeah, I'm more cinematography. And the reason, obviously, is because of the camera work, because it was so well done. You know, it made Arjuna feel hungry. It made Krishna feel that the show was chaotic. And you know, I would say that's a lot to do with the cinematography. The other th- like beautiful thing with the show is it starts where there's a ton of like ultra close up shots. Um, fast moving hand cam uh, type of type of content, and then by the end, you know, it's much wider, more uh, cameras on sticks, um, better pacing, good dolly shots, that type of stuff. Uh, it's also just you know visually, it's brighter. Um, to start, if you compare the very first episode to the very last episode, the first episode is very kind of grungy, dark colors. The last one is like a clean kitchen, essentially. Right. Uh, which, I, again, I think it does a really good job of kind of you're super kind of focused on this one character and what he's going through and the chaos, and then by the end of it, he's kind of figured it out and put this, you know, family family together. Two things family. there. We've got to mention the second to last episode. Mm-hmm. The one shot? The one shot. Yep. That they did. That was really fun. Really well done. What one shot? They did a, they did a, a one shot for the second to last episode. Like... The intro? No, the whole episode. The whole episode is just one straight shot. Well, the illusion break. of one shot. Yeah. Oh, I thought they had figured out a way to actually do a whole one shot. Well, so from what I was reading, that um, that was six takes that they did. That makes sense. In order to get and it all. And they stitched it. And then four of them they couldn't use because of technical issues, not because of... Oh, that stinks. Uh, like technical issues from like it's what I was reading it sounds like camera and slash audio issues. So the mm. actors... We're like on point multiple times, which is crazy. I want to just know how they did the stabbing part. I mean, they didn't actually show <laughs> the knife go in per se. It, the illusion. Still great though. Yeah, and then a blood bag to. What, what did he say? So the, this is I'm cousin. This is cousin yeah. who is kind of the second in command, if you will, for the restaurant. Who Rich, knew yeah. Carmine's brother? Um, Michael. He he Michael. he he walks around <laughs> screaming at one point that he got stabbed because the new um, chef that came in. Uh, unfortunately, Sydney. Sydney, unfortunately, accidentally, maybe not, stabs him. Happens <laughs> in all restaurants, I think. Does it does <laughs> happen? You know. The other thing we should mention is, um, I thought you stated it well with the, the the journey that you go on with the restaurant and how it changes with the cinematography, with the lighting, with the types of shots. Is there any concern with a second season if they don't have necessarily like that type of journey? with the cinematography maybe they will maybe it'll go from where it left off to like 
worse. Super pristine <laughs> to where it's like all on sticks, all perfectly formatted. Cool. Nobody messes up. And then, Everything's and then the super last, bright. <laughs> and then the very exposed. Yeah. <laughs> and the very last episode is just white, a white wall. That's it. Hello. Yeah, just audio and a white 45, wall. 45 minutes of that. And then that get, the audio gets blown out and the epilogue is just... <laughs> I think with any, because this show I classify like up there with something like um, Atlanta, mm. um, other shows like mm. Reservation or uh, Reservation Dogs, um, like those kind of weirder dramas that have a core story that makes sense, right? Like, you know, individual inherits failing restaurant, go, but then they're using um, the power of cinema. To tell like a very unique and interesting Cinema. story, I don't think it's going to be exactly the same as this season, where it will start out with these, you know, very kind of chaotic shots, and it's all nice and open. I don't think they'll copy that verbatim, but I do think you'll have like episodes where, oh, whoa, it's just like the one shot, or they do something creative that will stand out and kind of help tell you know this unique story um, in a creative way. So I don't I don't foresee that. it's the way that like you said it's the way that they're telling it that's really interesting and I think a lot of those shows it's like they're more it's like a, a drama but more artistic they're they're telling it in a more artistic way there's more creative license to experiment and try things so yeah I'd be I'm curious to see because you know the second season uh, the the first season ends with sort of rebranding the restaurant right that's yep. going to be called the Bear. So the prologue is now done. <laughs> You're right, exactly. Uh, you would hope that the second season, you know, with them evolving into a new restaurant, hopefully we'll see like how they evolve their style and artistic expression. Maybe they'll format each episode like a recipe that they're making in the show. Yeah, so maybe uh, there'll be an episode um, formatted like a sandwich. Start with some bread, and you go with some condiments, and then have some meat, and then you end with bread again. Bread, meat, bread. Ugh. Yeah, I go Why bread. Not? I go bread, bread, bread. Meat, bread, meat. Isn't that from Lightyear? Meat yeah, I just watched it last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you uh, do you feel woke now? Never mind. Um, anyway. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I will explain that after we're done in the pod. Um, it's interesting, though, that you know, the episodes all kind of stand out and they're very different from what you think of when it comes to like a restaurant drama show. And I think part of that has to do with, you know, Maddie Masson being a part of this. I don't know if you guys, you have, I've forced you guys to watch a lot of his content when you've come over and stuff. And you'll remember from like his YouTube videos, they're very strange. Um, a lot of YouTube cooking things are kind of to the point where it's like, Put this ingredient, put this ingredient, do this, do this. Here's a tip, you know. Maddie's YouTube content is very drug-fueled right. <laughs> or feels drug-fueled where they've got very bizarre takes. They've got sides like his um, his YouTube series, Just a Dash. What, it was an They did an entire season, and they actually built upon what was happening behind the camera. They introduced, like, the cameraman. They introduced, like, the producer of the show and, like, various things that were happening. And they kind of broke, you know, the fourth, fourth wall, wall, if right. you will. And that's partially, like, out of the things that he has done, I think Just a Dash is probably the most interesting cooking show out there on, like, YouTube. Yeah. Because he's created <laughs> this weird, like, universe backstory and, and this other stuff that's happening, you know, there. Um, so I, I think 
knowing that stuff, I think maybe we'll get kind of more of Maddie Madison's like personality potentially in a season two. Yeah. With, you know, maybe maybe they just say fuck it and they break the fourth wall. Who knows? I, you know? What I really liked about the show, you know, when you talk about Maddie Matheson, you really talk about all the characters is they're just interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I think every single character wasn't completely unlikable or just super likable. There were things you like about each character. There were probably some things you disliked about each character. But there just seemed to be enough depth and enough that they would give to you in those early episodes. They were like, I want to know more. I'm hungry to know more about <laughs> these people. Uh, and that's across the board within the entire, the enti- you know, in the entire kitchen, right? Like, they just give you these little snippets of some of these people. And you're like, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, even beyond, like, the core cast, right? Even, like, the dishwashers and, and all these other people that are kind of in the universe. So I thought they did, like, actually a really good job of world building their, like, restaurant, you know, and just building an interesting story with interesting characters. And you, and when you have that base within that season one, you can really expand it and you can really go in a lot of cool ways and a lot of cool directions. In terms of, like, the overall plot of the story, you know, we, we're introduced to Carmine, character that comes in and thinks he knows everything. You know, the shop itself is, like, a local Chicago you know, restaurant, like it's known to that community. And he kind of comes in and he's trying to change things up. He's trying to do social media marketing in the first episode in order to drive people in. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, it backfires on him, right, where you have a bunch of nerds coming and then get a little rowdy. rowdy, And then Cousin has to come out and, you know, shoot a gun off (laughs) to get everyone to, like, shut up. As you do. As you do in Chicago. You guys haven't done that? No, I I usually go to Chicago to throw my uh, trash away. Um, in particular, uh, blue things. I'm not going to mention what those. Uh, uh, you know, I've heard other people will sometimes <laughs> just try to order an Uber via Google before it's been invented. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and sometimes I was ahead of I was ahead of my time. <laughs> and then sometimes <laughs> sometimes go to Chicago, meet you know a coworker who is significantly older, and then is able to drink us all under the table. Oh, Chicago's uh, a great yeah. place. Great place. It's true. We're uh, just pizza. just for random. Just we're referring to our our uh, trip back in 2019. To Chicago when we went to Chicago. Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Good times. We didn't see any guns being shot in the air, thankfully. So it did snow, though. God. It did snow. It's not great. But in terms of, like, the general story, like, it is a pretty tough, you know, story in terms of the, the, the whole reason, unfortunately, Carmine is there is because his brother does, you know, commit suicide yeah. and leaves the restaurant to him. And they had a fallout before everything even happened. So Carmine is, you know... Trying to figure out a restaurant, but then he's also dealing with a pretty big, you know, a big thing in his family uh, that's also affecting all these other characters, like Cousin, um, you know, that, you know, to a degree is affecting, you know, Sydney um, and everybody else that's kind of in this Right, in, in this, this universe. Because so. even though Sydney didn't know his brother, right, like she's coming into this restaurant while they're dealing with that. She's dealing with those stresses within the, the one shot episode, mm-hmm. right? Sydney quits. Because yeah. of these, the stress, the stress that they're under, trying to launch the the stuff that she wants to, um, and she the, has her she has her stuff. own stuff too, where yeah. she's coming from uh, a rest like she had her own small restaurant or food truck. Uh, she ha- a catering business, catering business, and that unfortunately fell under. Yeah, and you know she it got to too move, big, got too, too quickly. Big. She had to move back home. Uh, so like everybody has their their own shit, 
And then they are dealing with, like, the bigger arching shit of where they all work. Right. So, you know, it's going to be a very stressful thing. Um, if you had a moment in the entire series that, you know, stood out the most to you, besides the one-shot episode and sure. stabbing cousin in the butt, uh, is there <laughs> anything else that kind of stands out to you in terms of, like, maybe a favorite or least favorite part? Good question. I really like the flashback stuff with with Michael, uh, expertly mm-hmm. played by John Bernthal. Uh, you know, Michael Learman, expertly played by John Bernthal. You know, <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but no, I thought that was great, and like, I'm not sure if you guys knew he was going to be playing him, but I didn't. That was like, I had, I had I no idea. Look, I hadn't looked it up, and then it was like, oh, that was John Bernthal, which is funny because the actor who plays Richie cousin uh, was in Punisher with him. He was uh, he was the is the guy you know the guy in the van in the first season? <laughs> the guy in the van, <laughs> essentially, you know, van man, uh, van man. So it, that was cool. Like right. they have a they have a pre-established uh, history, you know, acting relationship. Well, John Berthold is also cool. from Chicago, right? I have no idea. I thought he was. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up because you know what's interesting with John Berthold? He seems like he's from Chicago. Well, he's also he's in a uh, the HBO series something. I think it's like Chicago PD or something. Or basically, it's about corrupt cops in Chicago. So. I will always know John. Br- I will always remember John. The first thing I saw John Bron- John Bernthal in, which was Walking Dead. Oh, and, sorry, uh, he's from Washington D.C. Oh. So basically, the Chicago, sh- the Chicago, of the East Coast. <laughs> sure. Wow. Uh, uh, please don't, please don't hurt me. Um, hot take: New York City, Boston, Chicago, Washington D.C. To me, all the same city. There's your hot all right. take. How can you say that? Chicago is what infinitely better than most of those cities. They, bo- they all get hot. They all get cold. They all are filled with really mean people. They all smell. There you go. They there's all a, think they have better food than the other. Four out of five of those describes L.A. The only difference here is it doesn't get cold. Exactly. We're unique. <laughs> wow. <laughs> also, the people here are nicer. Yeah. Shout out to L.A. Because they don't want to talk to you. Unless you're in the industry. Yeah. I, I was in the East Coast. They have Dunkin' Donuts way more out there. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Dunkin' Donuts is like, like stale donuts and scorching hot coffee that'll burn your tongue off. Drink the coffee first so you don't have to taste the food. That should be their motto. That's a good strategy uh, for dunks. No, but when I think of John Bernthal, I always think of Walking Dead. Mm. And, uh, you know, the Shane arc of him, like, you know, just doing the, the Shane. Remember when he, like, rubs it, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he was great. Also, in, also in, the, in the Punisher yeah. Like uh, there was a few shots of him just like having panic attacks, and uh, for whatever reason, it always made me laugh because he would do the <laughs> he, would do, he would do the sh- he would do the Shane thing, <gasps> but the camera, the camera at work in that show was like every <gasps> was a different angle. <gasps> I don't know. It was well. There's a, a there's also the, fa- the famous well. meme from. Uh, Punisher, where he's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. No, no, no. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it captures it perfectly. Yeah. Oh my god. So looking ahead yeah. to to season two, you know, if you had a wish list of things, I think we can all agree mm. we want to keep the cinematography interesting and different. You know, keep yeah. keep it unique like they did this season. But what other things would you want to see in a season two? And you know, if you have a bold prediction, or you think where the show's going, let's hear it. I'd love to see. Joel McHale's character run into Carmine. Uh, so Carmine. Carmine, 
Carmine's on the up and up at this point. He's going to open, he's going to rebrand the restaurant, really make it what he wants. The chefs around him are buying in. They're more experienced. And, and some of them have shown they have real talent. And so things are looking up for Carmine to create the vision that he wants. So, you know, I think it would be pretty cool to have Joel McHale's asshole chef character run back into Carmine and, you know, have some kind of confrontation there. Also, he was just so, like, over-the-top and ridiculous, like, with his, you know, just his mannerisms and, uh, you know, he was just an eccentric asshole chef. And so it would be fun to, to see I, to see that character. I don't I think, think I don't think the he present was time. playing a character. <laughs> he was just being Joe McHale. Just Joe McHale. Wait, That's we why don't it was know. so good and believable. <laughs> we don't know if that character is an asshole or not. We don't have context <laughs> for why he was being that way. True. Well, also, yeah, well, he was a, he was an asshole in that moment to our main character. Sure, so. but remember, you're this right. Is character, but this is also but this is also Carmine's memory of it. Man. So it would it's actually be kind of, mm-hmm. I think it would be funnier if Joe McHale's character shows up, but he's like the super nicest. Nice. He's super nice, complete 180 of what Carmine showed us, right? Because mm. I, the other thing too is like I would say to a degree, you know, if Car- we we saw everything through Carmine's eyes, right? But at the same time, like there were points in the episode where he's like sleepwalking and he's lighting things on fire. That's that part was actually like terrifying. He's like he's going through some tra- traumatic shit. So I don't know if everything is one hundred percent what it seems. Sure. Or if he's letting you know, or if trauma is unfortunately dictating what or uh, how he perceives things. For sure. Mm-hmm. So That's it's very possible. It, it would be really kind of weird, actually, if like that. You know, the you know big spoiler. Obviously, the series ends very happy. Like. You know, Carmine's brother actually was putting money away in um, tomato cans. Tomato cans, tomato, right? they, tomato And like they had all this yeah. money. It would be kind of interesting if it's like it's shown to us in this very positive light, but actually it's really a bad thing because the money is actually for like debts that he has to pay off, and it's not this like positive ending. That well, we and when you talk about the cinematography, right, and you mm-hmm. talk about the actual kitchen, which is a character by itself, as it gets cleaner. And brighter and every and and has this transformation. When they get the money, what does it become? It becomes dirty again. There's tomato sauce everywhere. Everything is chaotic again. Blood. And it is. I think that <laughs> is also. Even though you end on this up, yeah, you, they're trying to signify this money could also bring new chaos. Yeah, and new which and it, new struggles. Which it and probably new should, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like you know, to me, I thought one of the strongest parts of the season was the relationship between. Carmi and Richie, right? Like the that dynamic, the this the brother, you know, the brother coming in versus like the the cu- versus quote unquote cousin. cousin yeah. This relationship that they have, the relationship they both had to Michael in very different ways. Relationship to the restaurant. Uh, I you know, it seemed like in the first few episodes that this is going to come to a head. They're going to like clash or you know separate or something like that. And that doesn't you know they they ended up like working together more than I necessarily anticipated. But I think that's my bold prediction is, you know, there will be some type of separation in season two. And that might be the season one ends on this quote unquote high note. Maybe that's the down note that they end on. Like they, one of them leaves the restaurant essentially. Hmm. Oh, it starts their own like competing restaurant or something. Not necessarily a competing restaurant. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that would just seem like another obstacle for the characters potentially to go through where what? they have to separate before maybe coming together again 
in what, a new way. What do you think the main conflict of season two will be? It seems like that we have harmony at the end, right? The cousins right. are yeah. talking. The chefs have decided have on money. their new format. They right. have money. Everybody has respect. I think it's the rest. The well, they you know, as Krishna had mentioned earlier, they you know they say the shop is closed and the bear will be opening soon, right? So I think branding and changing this restaurant will bring struggles. We'll bring we'll bring these new struggles and probably more more kind of clashing and with some of the characters because they they do show and I think they do this well but even though like some of the characters are changed and there is harmony there are still some of these old habits especially with Richie right like he's definitely changed but he is still he's stealing coke he's still he's still, he's still yeah. Richie yeah. in a lot of ways and also, it's still not beneficial to what I think Carmine is trying to do they make it work in this first season they make it work with the existing restaurant but now that they're potentially stripping that away and starting this new thing, the bear, which is what Michael and Carmine wanted to start together, right, as we learned in the flashbacks mm-hmm. and some of the explanation, is that going to make Richie feel kind of iced out of like, well, I helped build this other restaurant, and you're right. building this restaurant with your dead brother. Like, what about what we're trying to build? What about our relationship? Also, you would have to think that we saw the talent rising with some of our chefs, our other chefs mm-hmm. outside of Carmine. Yep. So you're going to think ego's going to get in the way, right? Sure. We, we, saw a li- we saw a little bit in season one, but Carmine was still like head chef, right? He's, he is the head chef. And uh, his say is final. And I think as we get along, as uh, other chefs get more confident in their abilities and show and prove that they can cook as well, I think we're going to see a clash of egos. Like, what's the direction that the bear is going to take? Um, I think that'd be a very natural source of conflict for season two i mean yeah look at the conflict between carmine and sydney right like sydney is very eager she has these ideas she wants to do all this stuff he's like we gotta wait we gotta do this and she's like i'm ready to do this i'm ready to do this they have the conflict with the uh, critic because she like gave the the thing that she made him and that was like in the thing and do you think it was an accident Yes, it was. An I accident. do think it was. I don't I think she like knew it was. It was. Yeah. I think it was play. It, they seem to play it really as an accident, but it also emboldened her. Like, oh look, I can do this. Now let me yeah. let me do my stuff, right? right. And that caught right. that caused right. more of an issue, I think. And she well, was then like, the online ordering part kind of took that all all that street cred <laughs> right. was lost, right? What? And then yeah. she quit, right? Because yep. it was like you know, Carmine like lost his. His sure. mind, yep. You know, that he was totally lost his mind. He yeah. was eating a donut off the floor. That uh, you a know, delicious that, donut. That to me was yeah. like the saddest part when he took Marcus's donut and threw it on the ground. I was like, oh, oh. yeah. Marcus, <laughs> like Mar- Marcus, is another category we didn't really talk about. Like he, his, you know, he was just uh, what was that line cook? I think a bread maker. He was the bread maker. Bread maker. And and then and then he but then he had like desserts. Yeah, desserts. Yeah. And he had this made like insane passion. Yeah. Like was very kind of like uh, you know very on point in terms of like trying to figure out and perfect the recipe. So that'll be another area that I hope they improve upon is like giving Marcus more like Carmine needs to Carmine has a lot, right? He's dealing with his stuff, but then he's also got these really talented chefs and he needs to let them shine because again, you know, if they had like a weird donut side business going, that's, you know, revenue, that's income. That's something you should be doing. So yeah. <laughs> Carmine's why, why wrestling the bear. Exactly. The bear <laughs> from within. I just want to know why why does the side rest uh, the side donut thing have to be weird? <laughs> weird side donut thing? Yeah, weird side donut thing. I mean, <laughs> if there was a, a donut place called Weird Side Donut thing, I'd be very oh, curious. Oh, oh you and, mean, you and mean then like you have the branded. restaurant, but everything's on the side. And I'm so like the front is just a blank wall. 
I'm, and uh, <laughs> with that, I'm officially announcing the Was It Good side donut business. Weird side donut They are business. NFT donuts. You can buy them oh, digitally and own them a... forever. Oh, they taste like cheese. nothing. They taste, like, uh, they, taste, they taste like regret. Yeah, exactly. It like. My bold prediction, uh, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier. I think we're going to get more of, w- to a degree, like what we've kind of seen. I think we're going to get more Maddie Madison than there. We're also going to see like a He's going to become the head chef. That'd be amazing. I mean, he's just a hand. <laughs> he man. wasn't even a chef. Yeah, I wasn't even that, a chef. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he not even <laughs> being a chef. <laughs> the plumber. He was like the tech guy. <laughs> but I think we'll get more Maddie Madison there. I think we'll get more sh- you know uh standalone episodes where you can kind of look at them and you'll remember them as like my favorite episode like more of the one type shot stuff uh and then i also hope that we see more uh john um berthal berthal you know obviously in flashbacks but i, I kind of <laughs> think <laughs> plot twist he's alive <laughs> yeah 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 he's, he's in the big tomato can <laughs> but i think more i think more flashbacks would be kind of interesting with him um just to kind of you know Learn more about Carmine and his relationship. I, I have a quick, quick question, and I don't know why it's popped into my head. Very different shows. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso and The Bear. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but. Sure. The they're bear, both kind of feel goods. But, well, the, well, And they're yeah. both trying to whip a team into shape. But uh, in terms of like Ted Lasso kind of came out and then people discovered it and really loved it, right? Right. That's the what's bear, happened here. The bear came out, people were like discovering it and really love it. And yes. then they're like, the se- then season two came out and everyone's like, wait, what happened? Right. Like, is there any fear? I th- sometimes I feel like with shows, beca- and I always feel this with multiple season shows because especially these, we're in this era now of these like highly cinematic shows where the first season is not just like a year it's it's multiple years right like they've been writing this and developing it and this story for a long time and then they're like this was great can you make a season two and they might have the broad strokes but now it's just a year right Mm -hmm. to get it done and maybe when we talked about ted lasso season two we're like this feels rushed this doesn't feel like necessarily is as great and like and polished, as yeah. polished and as shiny as Ted Lasso, is there any fear potentially with that with the bear where it feels like there was kind of a lot of like a lot of care and effort and time put into each and every single one of these episodes? Well, where that could get lost. Hundred percent, there is a concern because when the show first came out, there was no plans or any green light or anything on season sure, two. Yeah, the yeah. green light in season two came out literally like a week ago from the taping of this pod. Right. Like it's very recent compared oh, wow. to when the show was dropped. Yeah. The other big thing as well is this show was dropped all at once. All eight binge. episodes were dropped at the same time. Uh, you didn't have to wait week to week. So that in itself, and we talked about that in comparison to with like Ted Lasso. People binged the first Everyone season. Everyone was able to binge the first season of Ted Lasso. Then you had to go week by week. And playing week by week does something when you're looking at content. Right. You're able to binge an entire show. You're able to pick up on, you know, the overarching, you know, you know, storylines and side stories and all that stuff. When it's week to week, it is a lot harder. You're And you're hyper-focusing, right? So if, if an episode is weak, which, again, if you maybe watch this week to week, you're like, yeah, this episode wasn't, you know, nothing really happened. Right. Or, like, this one wasn't great or whatever. You don't have the benefit of, you know, Just watching to the two or one. three really great episodes yeah. or like that. You know, it's it's hard to have consistent value with the entire thing. And that's the difference between the, the binge model, because like people didn't discover Ted Lasso season one until it was all released. All done, yeah. You yep. know, and that and that's why people were like, oh, this is great. This feels great. And season two, everyone's like, I'm watching week to week. And everyone's like. 
Were there this? were there any <laughs> weak episodes in season one though? For Ted, Ted Lasso? Lasso, yeah, no, probably, but like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. In comparison to season two, definitely not. <laughs> but I don't know. But it's there, there's all those factors, like with the with the timing, with mm-hmm. the more hyper focus, and timing is everything with, yeah. with this stuff. I would just, s- it's just like it's yeah. just like how much time do you have to like actually write and put into the show? When it's like years versus like a year, like yeah, True Detective, like True Detective yeah. is a great, True, True is a great yes. one, right? Like I think they yeah. said they were writing that first season for like five a years, very five long years, time, yeah. oh, and then it's like, oh, HBO's like, this is a great hit. Can we have another season in a year? And they're like, sure, yes. And then, hey, but real quick, <laughs> real quick, not to be too depressing here, but I don't think we have to worry about HBO. Much longer, so <laughs> don't worry. Oh, it's fine. what? Too soon? Too soon? No, no they're okay. fine. They were, but HBO Max. Yeah, HBO HBO will exist, just not in its current form, right? Is that yeah. what's happening? It's gonna go back to like weird titty porn stuff. What? No, I didn't, uh, no, It'll like, be fine. like it's it's, all feed, the, it's there for it's up there for the middle of the country. The, they don't want the euphor- they don't want no, scripted no, 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 content. No, the Euphorias and the Game of Thrones and all the stuff that's made by. HBO right. is fine. It's all the stuff that they once HBO Max is launched, which is not HBO. HBO Max has its own like development team and, and whatever. Right. Yeah. All of the HBO Max originals are in danger of going away. Well, I mean, well that's yeah. no big deal. We'll yeah. still have HBO. Right. So exactly. we'll still get that Game of Thrones content that no one wants. Yeah. I've, I've heard some things about the first episode. Anyway, we're we're not talking <laughs> that. We're not we're not jumping down that hill. So those bold predictions, kids. I think it's that time. Was the bear? Did the bear make you hungry? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Krishna was the bear. Good. Season one. Y- yes. Was the was bear right. season one good? <laughs> the cutting on me. Sucks. Yes. Yes, it was very <laughs> good. Uh, I honestly, it's a show that I wouldn't have watched unless it was recommended. So shout out to Ravi, I guess. Um. Yeah. Uh. Really, really good. Really good. Good drama. Chaotic and uh, artistic. It's beautiful. If you want another recommendation from me, and you like the bear, I would oh. recommend uh, Reservation Dogs. Okay, that that's was the, on the list. That's a yeah. Taika Taika produced uh, series FX again. Not crazy in the ter- in the department like cinematography, but in terms of really good characters, interesting arcs, great great series for sure. Does anyone remember the old FX ad where they're like, "FX has got, got all the movies." movies. Yeah. F- yes, yeah, yeah, that's I what I think those. of when I hear FX. Yeah, that's a good brand. I pick. don't remember that. Mm-mm. That's because you didn't watch <laughs> TV. You read fantasy books, you nerd. <laughs> nerd. Yeah, do you remember Spike TV? No, you didn't, because you didn't watch Star Trek. Yeah, that was the man network. <laughs> yeah. Spike. Spike TV. Oh, man. Arjuna, I have a question for you. Was <laughs> season one of The Bear good? No, it was not good. It was amazing. The show's called it Was, was Incredibles. It <laughs> yeah, it's not Was It Incredibles. It's Was It Good. Well, this show deserves that question. Was it uh, But yeah, no, it, it was really good. It's probably... I, I might even go as far to say it's my favorite show of 2022. Um, Wait, what movie did we just do where you're like, this is my favorite movie of 2022? Lightyear? Not Lightyear. No. <laughs> no. No, Christian, no, Christian said that for... Um, Top for, Gun? No, for... Uh, for uh, everything, nope. all, everything for nope. all everywhere all at no, once? Christian, nope. you said Nope was nope. the yeah, best nope. 
You both said it was the best Jordan Peele movie over Get Out. Yes, which it, is still yeah, but uh, great. Hey, I, but like I, like I prefaced that, I am a man of hyperbole. <laughs> I'm not going to change <laughs> now. Recency bias all the way. That is the way I live my life. What she hope comes out. Bias, this is the baby. best thing I've ever seen. I doubt that very much. Oh, boy. Wow. A little sexist there. What? <laughs> well, maybe I am. I don't know. <laughs> a little racist against green people. Oh, God. <laughs> the aliens. He's got a green friend right behind him. How can he be racist <laughs> against green people? Exactly. Uh, uh, Ravi, was the bear a show that you loved and told us to watch good? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to surprise you guys, but yes, it was good. <laughs> uh, that is shocking. I, I've, I, honestly, I, I, I feel like there is, um, there's good content still in the world when you come across <laughs> something that's not <laughs> sci-fi, fantasy, or comic book based. Well, I mean, look, those. I know, shocking, right? But the, very. But, but those genres are. There's so much of it, right? So there's there's a lot of it out there. It's sure. An oversaturated market now. It's not. It's not like niche anymore. It's not, like but it's not, but it's not, but it's not even that though. It's also like I actively seek that content out because that's sure. my pride and joy in the world. But it, so. it doesn't give you pride or joy anymore. No, it doesn't. That's why I, I that's like. That's why you're rewatching like Deep Space Nine. I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I am rewatching Deep Space Nine because I'm finding that the, uh, the there are some episodes that are just too on point with like current world events and it's creeping me out because it is the best of the star treks is it is it the ferengi no it's uh the the arc that i just recently watched was about there's a, a group called the uh, changelings and they invade earth and there's a, a an arc about uh the federation essentially on earth having more security and control and doing like testings and screenings right in order to see if a person is who they say they are and it felt very similar to what happened with covid and and the screening have you got to the kardashians yet you know kim chloe uh yeah no no not yet not yet uh but yeah (laughs) anyway i just got that joke i'm happy that uh there is interesting and still really good non you know blockbuster i think that's what's interesting about like having so many places for content now, right? We have such a we've never had as much content as we we've had at this moment, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Well, how will I watch everything?" It's you just can't. Like you can't, but there is still there are still like enough pockets for diverse content and different things. Yeah, still doesn't content, all have yeah, to be the same thing. It's crazy that you have the big streaming apps for content, but then you have. You know the free distribution points from individual people that you know, you know, quote content creators, right? You you have you have your favorite TikTok star who shows you, you know, what they're doing to fix their house or what they're cooking, and you will then go and spend maybe thirty minutes a day looking at this person in their life. And then there's a YouTube series where they investigate, you know, the royal family eating babies, you know, Christian's favorite content. Um, but then again, you have all this other stuff. So it's it's, it's crazy. We live in a very content heavy time we're making period. content right now this is just i don't think this i don't see was it good as content i see it as therapy mm. just <laughs> wow. for us or for the bear um therapy for me huh. okay interesting <laughs> this is all in my head i'm crazy and with I'm that crazy. that's gonna do it for us here it was a good thank you as always for listening and joining in on the conversation to continue joining in on the conversation Join us on Twitter at Was It Good, on TikTok and Instagram at Was It Good Pod, and on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Was Good, where you can see full 
video cuts of the pod and smaller cutdowns where we uh, trigger individuals with our takes. <laughs> so, whoops. Our next pod will be next week, and I can't remember what it's on. I can't remember. Undecided right now. Great movie. It yeah, is it's decided. a good movie. And with that, goodbye. Goodbye.